Greetings in Christ Jesus and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emmanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, June 28th, 2023. I'm your host, Pastor Joe Nauman, joined today by our vicar, Vicar Paul Agenton. How are you doing today, Paul? Doing well. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to see you and good to t- connect in God's Word with you today. Uh, we're going to begin today with a brief devotional thought based on Acts chapter 19, verses 24 through 28. Here we're going to learn about a man named Apollos and how he was instructed in God's Word. We begin with verse 24. Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus, though he knew only of the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wished to cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who through grace had believed, for he was powerfully refuted for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus. So this is from our daily Bible reading uh, from uh, our Read the Bible in a Year program that we have on our website. If you're not doing that yet, I'd encourage you to jump on there and, and connect with God's Word every day. My family and I are doing just the New Testament this year, so we just read that New Testament section, and this is where we are in the year so far in the book of Acts. Um, and as in this section, we see this, this man, Apollos, who'd been instructed in the way of the Lord, but he was confused. He only knew about the baptism of John. Um, so maybe... Vicar, would you like to explain to us a little bit what's the difference between the baptism of John, maybe, and then the baptism of Jesus that he instituted when he said, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? My my memory of the baptism of John was, was more of a baptism of repentance. Mm-hmm. Um, John was out there in the wilderness, and people were coming to hear him, and he would say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Right. And, and the focus of his baptism, I believe, was looking forward to the coming Christ. Yep. Whereas now if we look at the Great Commission and, and how Jesus has instructed us to baptize, we are now baptizing in the name of the Father mm-hmm. and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So very similar, Yeah. but certain. there is a difference yep. there. Yep, yep. And, you know, when we talk about baptism the way we practice it today, it was instituted you know, with that great commission, right? So John yes. was baptizing, and baptizing had this idea of washing. And indeed, Jesus' disciples were baptizing as well. But it's it's when this when we, Jesus told us, as you were as you said, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, and that, John talked about that too. One is coming who's going to baptize by the both fire and the Holy Spirit, right? And so um, it's the, this idea of the Holy Spirit connecting through God's word with the sacrament of baptism. So this is the misunderstanding Paul has had, and we don't know how this took place. We know there were others at that time as well who. Had knew of the baptism of John and knew of Jesus, but didn't understand fully uh, the baptism of Jesus by the with the whole, including the Holy Spirit. Um, and so he comes in and he begins preaching and proclaiming. And he was it says he's very competent in the scriptures. Um, however, he was uh, he only knew of the baptism of John, so he didn't have all of his doctrine completely straight. Mm-hmm. And so I think as you know, as CLC Lutherans. <laughs> uh, it can be, this is a very important lesson for us to keep in mind and remember is when someone says something inaccurate or something wrong, how do we react to that? 
And I think sometimes in the CLC, we're caricatured as as soon as someone says something wrong, we boot them right out, <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's just not, not the case. That's not the truth. And what we see here from Priscilla and Aquila is a great example because they hear Apollos speaking inaccurately about baptism and rather than, you know, immediately marking and avoiding him as a false teacher, they say, well, let's, let's see what's going on with this guy and let's make sure he understands what he's talking about. And so it says they took him aside, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And so we see Priscilla and Aquila treating Apollos as a weak brother, as they should, because he's a confessing Christian. You know, he came and he was worshiping with them. And he's, they said, we want to we wanna, uh, give you every benefit of the doubt. We want to make sure that, you know, you understand God's word correctly, that you're uh, being taught the way more, the, the full truth of God's word. And we want to make sure that you are uh, uh, confessing God's word accurately. And so... This was a, we talk about this about pastoral conference, admonishment, right? Yeah. They went through this stage of admonishment with him, saying, look, we're going to treat you like a weak brother. We want, to, we want to make sure that you fully understand what you're saying before you go forward and preach the baptism of John and, and missing the baptism of Jesus. So they took him aside and they admonished him. And he took that admonishment and it says he uh, understood the word of God more accurately, which is exactly what we should do when we're, when we're in a situation with a weak brother. And that's in the CLC what we believe and confess as well. And so they took him aside privately. Um, what would you think about, I'll maybe ask you this question, uh, Paul, about the idea that here we see Priscilla and Aquila, who are a husband and wife team. Is it okay for Priscilla to be grabbing Apollos in this situation and to be instructed? It says they instruct, explain to him the way of God more accurately. Is that okay for a woman to take a man and instruct him in God's word? Or is that against what we understand about the proper role of men and women in the church? Well, from the sense of, is a woman to instruct a man? No, she's not. When it comes to God's word, the woman is supposed to be submissive. She's supposed to be quiet, as scripture says. But this is a case where I think we have, we have a husband and wife together. Mm -hmm. We know of a husband and wife. They're one flesh. They're a unit. And as they heard him preaching in the synagogue and now have taken him aside, chances are um, Aquila, right, is mm -hmm. the husband? Yep. You know, he would have been doing the talking and she was there, you know, whether she says a few words here or there or not, she's agreeing with her husband. I'm guessing her husband took the lead and they were speaking as one. Mm -hmm. um, that's my best thoughts on it. I don't know yeah. if you have different ones. Well, I think it's important to note too that when they took him aside, they're not in church anymore, right? Oh yeah. So it's important for the it's important for men to take the lead and be the instructors in church. That's what God calls. Let a woman keep silent in the church. Paul tells Timothy, and so you know, in this church situation, Apollos was there. They were told he went right to the church, began boldly speaking in the in the synagogue. He was there, instructing and preaching. They heard something inaccurate. So what did they do? They didn't. It's not like Priscilla stood up in church and said, I'm going to refute you. you know? You're a false teacher. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah which would not be her, her place to do that. Yeah. But instead, this husband and wife team, as you say, take him aside privately. And, I mean, you've, done, you've led as many Bibles and studies as I have. You know, how many times have I been in Bible study and, and there's a woman there who makes a point and I'm learning, right? Right. You know, we can come together in God's Word and we can learn things from each other. I can learn from anybody. Um, you can learn... You can learn truths about the Bible from unbelievers. <laughs> you know, they can make points that'll make you think about something different or understand something uh, more importantly. We can learn from anybody, um, but as as we learn in Scripture, God expects men to take the lead when it comes to instructing in the church. But here we have they did it rightly and properly, where they said, "Let's 
take them aside privately. We're going to go into a room together. We're going to talk about these truths and how much one or the other Priscilla and Aquila were talking. We don't know for sure, but as you say, it's so neat to see this husband and wife working together to proclaim the truth of God's word to this man so he can more fully and, and properly understand the truth of God's word as revealed in Holy Scriptures. Um, so really, I, I think it's a really neat and encouraging section. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I've said things in the pulpit before that, you know, that I don't think I've come right out and set, a set of a her, heretical things or anything, but there's times I've, I've misspoke, <laughs> you know, I've said things yeah. incorrectly. And I've had people call me, text me, email me. I had somebody sent me a, a video snippet of me saying something, you know, that I totally didn't mean to say from the pulpit, you know, and that, you know, that's good. And I'm glad people are listening. And when I say something wrong, correct me on that. Um, because we're, we are a, a brotherhood, we are a fellowship and we should uh, encourage one another, not just assume the worst about somebody as they didn't with the Paulus here. They said, have you heard about these things? Let's, let's make sure we study this. Let's see what God's word says. And so really a neat, uh, encouraging section here as to how we're supposed to work together to build each other up. And yes, when we come across a false teacher, we are to, uh, we are to mark and avoid them. We are to say, hey, that's a false teacher. I'm not going to, uh, not going to fellowship uh, or have them be a part of our fellowship together. But uh, when it, when we're talking about weak brothers, yeah, we should give them every chance. We should go through the process of admonition and and share God's word with them. And hopefully, it leads to exactly what we see here, where Apollos is, takes that correction to heart. You know, the word of God grows in him, and he's able to still be a a great help through grace to those who believed. So, very really a a neat section. Any other closing thoughts on that? No, I, th- I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your holy word. Through your word, you you uh, reveal to us who we are as sinners, uh, who you are, our loving Savior, and what you've done to rescue and redeem us from that sin. Uh, use your word to continually sharpen us in our consciences. Help us to uh, cling to that gospel message that Uh, both saves us and also now motivates us to live as your children as you've called us to. Help us to give each other uh, the benefit of the doubt. Help us to work with one another uh, in the situations of of when the situation arises where someone misspeaks or says something not as accurately as they could. And also help us to beware of the false prophets who come in cheap clothing. Uh, We rely on you, Lord, for these uh, for these instructions. We rely on you for your help and your wisdom. Bless us as we continue to Strive as your children to walk as you have called us to walk and uh, help each of us this day uh, to be the and live the holy calling you have given to us. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. A couple of weekly updates reminder for you. Uh, Tonight is our midweek Bible class that will be led online. Uh, Vicar Genton is going to be leading us through that, so we look forward to uh, seeing how that goes. I want to also encourage all of you to get your VBS yard signs out. Uh, hopefully you got one last summer. We're going to need to get those out again this year. VBS is coming up very quickly, uh, end of the month, July 24th through the 28th. So please uh, get those signs out, get the word out, uh, share with kids in your neighborhood. Hey, uh, f- uh, free, fun week of VBS and come learn about Jesus and, and uh, what he's done for you. Um, if you do have a yard sign, make sure you get a sticker. The stickers are in the entryway um, to put them on top of your, your yard sign so you your Yard sign reflects the accurate dates, which, again, is July 24th through the 28th this year. Uh, last week, we did not have a podcast because we were at the CLC Pastoral Conference. I uh, mentioned a little bit uh, in our devotion. We might, I've been thinking about maybe doing, a, as part of our podcast, just a brief, maybe like 10-minute discussion on all the papers. We didn't get that for today, but maybe we'll do that the next couple weeks uh, this summer, uh, kind of just walk through each one of the papers that were delivered and 
uh, maybe encourage you through that uh, as a part of our podcast here. But we're not going to do that today. But for now, know that it was a uh, the Lord blessed that conference, and there was a lot of work being done. And we uh, thank the Lord for safe travels to and the, to and from for our pastors there in Eau Claire last week. Uh, coming up next week, very soon. So this is six days from today, uh, the July fourth uh, parade in St. Peter. That's at 10 a.m. Uh, you can. Uh, please arrive early so that you can find the float and come walk with us. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll be handing out uh, stickers and magnets and uh, getting word out about our Vacation Bible School. And we'll be doing the same thing next Saturday, July 8th in North Mankato. So hope you can join us for one or both of those parades as we uh, let our community know that we are here and we are uh, uh, proclaiming God's word faithfully. Uh Outdoor Adventure Day coming up July 15th. Uh, we're having a biking day. There's more information there on our website and also in the bulletins. And also voters, please note uh, July 17th is our quarterly voters meeting. So please uh, be prepared for that. As far as our prayer list today, uh, we keep our cancer patients in our prayers. That'd be Carrie Dale, Pastor John Heim, Hein, Norma Carlson, Gary Hanel, and Will Rucker. We also keep in our prayers Judy Milkey, uh, who's recovering from surgery. Uh, Audrey Leek had a hernia surgery earlier this week and has returned home. We keep her in our prayers. Uh, Susan and Arnie Mutsky have had some health issues. They've been requesting prayers. We keep in our prayers the family of Iva Gansky, uh, who went home to heaven uh, last Sunday. Uh, we, keep, we pray that uh, the Lord bless her family with encouragement during this time of loss. Uh, there will be a funeral service for Iva Gansky here at Emmanuel on July 14th. Uh, we also keep in our prayers the Nepal Mission Helper Trip. They left this past Monday uh, on their way to proclaim the gospel there in Nepal. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, there, I believe there are anti-Christian, anti-evangelism laws in yes. Nepal. Yeah. Yes, there are. Yeah, yeah. So um, not the safest place in the world for Christians to be. And uh, I'm sure I, I pray, the, pray that things go well and they're able to uh, keep uh, proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to these people that need to hear it so desperately. And then finally, we thank God for the rain this past weekend too. We'd certainly needed, uh, certainly needed uh, that rain for our for the for the crops out there. My neighbor said it was a million dollar rain because it saved so many crops. So, wow. yeah, probably true. So, so keep all those all those different situations and and patience in our prayers going forward. Which brings us to our hymn of the day today, which is hymn two eighty four. I think certainly fitting with the uh, the idea of Apollos there, who was corrected in God's word, and it's indeed God's word that sharpens our conscience, uh, that keeps us in, in con connection with God and reminds us of what he's done for us and his son, Jesus Christ, in order to rescue, redeem us. So uh, that it's God's word that we base everything we do upon, and so uh, certainly very important to keep in our minds. So with that, hymn 284. Father of mercies, in thy word, what endless glory shines. Forever be thy name adored for these celestial lines. Here may the blind and hungry come, and light and food receive. Here shall the lowliest guest have room, and taste and see and live. Here springs of consolation rise, to cheer the fainting mind, and thirsting souls receive supplies, and sweet refreshment find. Here the Redeemer's welcome voice spreads heavenly peace around, and life and everlasting joys attend the blissful sound. O oh, may these heavenly pages be my ever dear delight, and still new beauties may I see, and still increasing light. Divine Instructor, Gracious Lord, be Thou forever near. Teach me to love Thy sacred word and view my Savior here. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Once again, Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church 
here in Mankato, Minnesota. For more information about the ongoing activity here, we'd invite you to check out our website, EmmanuelMankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.